Welcome back, everybody, to this week's episode of the Not-So-Scientific Method podcast. I'm Noreen. And I'm Jamie. And this week, we're starting our new format, the new part of our format. We're doing interviews with people who relate to the topic that we discussed. So we did student loans, and now we're going to talk with some people who have student loans and how it's affected them. And going forward, we're going to do, like... Jamie said uh, an episode like where we do a bunch of research and then we're going to talk to like people that have gone through it or you know have experience with that matter so stay tuned season two getting better peeps yeah hopefully you guys like it also if you guys uh haven't noticed we're in the same room for the first time recording yeah it's it's weird it's like different (laughs) I know I feel a little like more awkward like I I don't want to be silly you know (laughs) I'm not a silly girl in this room that sounded so Bye. Bye. Nice. Yeah. All right. So let's get into it with um, the hosts of Drive With Us podcast, Bhavneet and Taranjeet. So we're going to go into our interview with them now. Today, we have two very special guests from the Drive With Us podcast. You guys want to introduce yourselves? Sure. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, my name is Taryn Jeet, and I'm joined by my sister. I'm Bob Neat. And we are both, we work, both work in the science field right now, um, but we do have our own podcast, which you guys mentioned, Drive With Us podcast. And the whole concept behind this idea of this show was because we drive uh, almost three hours round trip to and from work. Oh my God. Yeah. We see a, <laughs> a lot of things on the road. So we're like, why not create a podcast about all the crazy things we see on the road? And now we started inviting guests to share their stories. So um, I guess to kind of frame that, like, where do you guys live and what do you do for a real living, not podcasting? <laughs> Yeah, so we live in Maryland, and um, so I work as a research associate uh, in the lab, and I work in a cloning department, so working on creating cancer, like helping with cancer therapeutics, and then... Uh, I work in, I'm a clinical data manager, so I, I, I handle like specimen and all that clinical data for various cancer research that are related to AIDS. That's so cool. Yeah, that's really interesting. <laughs> I feel so inadequate now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, we're we're both engineers. Uh, I work in more like construction. In uh, we're from New York and New Jersey, so um, I do like more construction, and she does like medical. Yeah, medical device. So I guess yeah, you probably have like a similar like kind of background to us where you were in like a science degree uh, in school. Did you, what kind of school did you go to? Was it like all technical or was it like a mix or was it big school, small school? Just what was school like? (laughs) The funny thing is we went to the same university. So (laughs) we did too. (laughs) We went to a private university. Mm -hmm. So the loans of course would be like the tuitions way higher than a public one, but it, where we live, we live in a really small town, so there's, like, 
not that much around here and we didn't want to go too far for college we wanted to stay home and be able to commute so this was like one of our options so mm -hmm. went to a private university and we both studied in the same field too so we both got our bachelor's <laughs> in the same thing and then this uh, university offered a four plus one program where we could get our master's in the fifth year so we got our master's there too awesome when you guys were looking at colleges initially like right out you know in high school were were you looking at financials as a a make or break type of deal or how did that process really go yeah so um well, I mean, you looked first, so I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you want to hit your side of it first. Um, so we had very limited options in terms of which college to go to because our parents were very like this. You know, they didn't want us to go very far. And mm -hmm. they were like, these are your options. And of the schools that were available to us to choose from this one, this university had the program we wanted to do and the class size. So yeah. even though it was private, it was smaller class sizes. We wouldn't have to go for like freshman classes with like 200 people at a time. We had 25 to 30 people in all our classes from freshman to senior year. So I really like that aspect. So that really gravitated me towards this university. And then in terms of money, it was like, I feel like the other factors outweighed the cost because our parents were like, yeah. we didn't want you to go this far. So we're just like, I want this school. Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think we kind of had a similar experience. We also went to a private university. It was very expensive. It was about like 45 minutes to an hour from home. We went to the same high school and like we lived in different towns, but we went to the same high school and then she's a year older than me. So she went to uh, the school we went to and then I followed her. So basically the same thing as you guys, except we're not sisters. <laughs> but, um, and I think all of the things you said, like class sizes, um, location, stuff like that were all important to us more so than the cost, which, you know, I mean, yeah, when you're 17, you're not really thinking about, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. And our, I think our school is always on New Jersey's like most expensive university, of course. <laughs> but, yeah. but like when I was looking at it the same as you guys, I was looking more for class size. I was like, I know if I have to wake up and go to a 200 person lecture, I'm going to sleep through it because I'm not going to have a name. I'm going to have a number basically. Yeah. Um, so that was what was really important to me as well. So yeah. I get it. <laughs> yeah, we definitely get it. Yeah. So if you're willing to share, like how, how much were your loans initially or like in a range? Or a range, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you're going to get two different sides of the yeah, opposites here, but... That's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. my loans were way higher than hers. So I had, I think, about 32000 but that was bachelor's and master's. And the master's, of course, was way more expensive than the bachelor's. So it's around yeah. 32000 total. Her, on the other hand... <laughs> <laughs> I graduate with no loan. Um, oh! Oh, both sides. <laughs> being valedictorian in high school had to have some effect, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I I think I had my junior and senior year, bachelor year, I had a couple thousand um, each year, but I was able to pay that off my master's year. Um, so then I didn't have anything when I graduated. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. I think I probably graduated with a similar, I, I think mine were like maybe like 21,000 or something like that. And then I ended up being able to pay them off in within like a year or two but it's it's not easy you know you have to like really try to pay them down 
so now are you both, I mean, you didn't have any to begin with, but are you like done? Um, totally done? Yeah. So I managed to pay it off in, I think it was 1.5 years. I'm mean, one year and like a couple months or something. 1.5 like years? <laughs> 1.5 <laughs> years. <laughs> scientist <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but I managed to pay it off within like a little over a year of graduating with my master's okay and were they private loans or federal loans or both luckily they were all federal loans because I know okay. I've heard the horror stories of the private loans and how terrible yeah. it could yeah. be so I'm glad it was just federal loans but I wish that I was able to get more scholarship and didn't have to get that much of a loan in the first place yeah yeah yeah, I mean, I think even <laughs> technically 30000 is very low, like in the grand scheme, in the grand of... scheme of like what other people pay, but it's still like insane. So when you think about like $30,000 being not that much, like that's insane. So it's basically <laughs> a, car. a car, which is funny, funny because <laughs> I did end up buying a car while I was still paying these loans. So that was smart. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, you need it to drive the hour and a half one way, so it's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's, like, a whole long story behind why I actually got this car, but <laughs> I don't know if you want to hear it now, but... Yeah, go, go for go it. Go for it. <laughs> so, basically, what happened was I had this old car, so was, I think it's like, a 2005 car, and there was a recall on it, and the service shop had opened up everything and then they realized they didn't have the parts to replace what was recalled and they couldn't put it back together and they're like it's gonna sit here and it was sitting there for like months and we kept asking them and asking them so my dad's like just get a new car so we ended up getting (laughs) a new car (laughs) oh my god i feel like that's they like owe you money or something yeah (laughs) it's like kind of they broke it they buy it (laughs) yeah (laughs) if only they understood that you know yeah Yeah, of course no so did you, um, for the 32000 do you know how much you ended up paying with, like, interest and stuff like that added onto it? Or, like, an, a range or an average? I don't remember exactly, but okay. my goal was to tackle as much as I could and lower that payment so I didn't have that yeah. huge interest build up when I went to go, yeah. like, finish paying it off. Yeah, because isn't it, like, I think the first six months is no interest. That's, like, your... Grace you can, period like, or something like that. No, it's just like a grace oh. period. You can like make payments, but there's no interest. So if you, the most you can put on it, then is that was that what you did? Like you said, you finished it before grad school. So uh, yeah. So um, since I was doing another year, I didn't have to pay that whole year any interest either. And then I had six yeah. months after that. But then um, during my grad year, I had a graduate assistant position, so they covered that tuition. So I didn't have to worry about my master's oh, okay. either. Um, so I only had to pay off uh, bachelors. My goal was to like try and pay off each year that like the amount of loan I had, but obviously it kind of caught up to me. I was <laughs> in a retail yeah. job, so <laughs> how yeah, much can you yeah. pay off? But and in terms of like, I, there are different programs you can go into. Did you ever consider doing? Um, there's like an IDR, which they take a certain amount of your paycheck for loans i don't know noreen knows more about it you researched it but like did you ever consider any type of repayment plans or were you just like i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna I'm just gonna throw everything yeah. i have at these until <laughs> yeah. they're all gone 
Yeah, well, since I'm the first generation college student here in the U.S., I didn't know anything. So I had to educate mm-hmm. myself on all the different options out there. She was lucky because she kind of got a little bit from me. But being so close in age, not a lot of <laughs> information yeah. from me. Yeah. But I did look at all the repayment plans. Luckily, the loan company, I guess, that my loans were through, they had all these useful resources of like, these are your options. Like, if you have questions and like, here's educational material. And they were had a lot of good information to help you go whichever way you wanted to go, which I thought was really useful. I saw the um, like income derived plan, which is like based on like you can get up to like zero dollars a month for a certain amount of time. Yeah. yeah. But my plan was to try to attack as much as I could because I didn't want to have it hanging over me. I know like a lot of people have it until like they're 40 or 50 and they're still paying off these huge amounts of loans. And I didn't want to be in that situation. Yeah. No, that's totally makes sense yeah yeah so it's interesting that you mention um you like kind of use the resources that your loan i guess loan provider gave you um did you so you found that really useful because i feel like i guess at least with our friends or like you know people we know like i don't even think people know that those are available or like options to really use yeah i thought they were really useful i like that they had this whole like I guess schools, like courses in a way set up in the, in my account, you can go see and you can select and they had different questions that people like students would ask. And they even had a number you could call and talk to them and ask questions. So that was really helpful. And (laughs) that's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) She had a really, I don't know, her loan provider was way different than mine. Mine looked like so old school and like the whole interface looked like so weird and she was like that's your loan provider (laughs) yeah i was like this was like back in like the 90s (laughs) yeah mine was like a newer version (laughs) yeah well that's great though because i feel like we were kind of i don't fully remember i just remember like trying to put throw as much money as i could at my loans i didn't look into like all the different options um which i probably should have but um i don't even remember it being a thing like where I, there was any sort of like information given to me and that's what we were trying to get to what we kind of concluded in our episode is that like they're not giving enough information to kids and you're just kind of like here sign your life away and like you have to repay it but we're not really going to tell you how you know so the fact that you had a good experience is I think heart like heartening yeah. for us to hear you know feel like student loans are just accepted yeah like you're just you just accept it as a fact of being a college student that you're gonna get loans like everyone gets it like don't worry about it but mm-hmm. i don't think that's the way it should be taught yeah it shouldn't be yeah. that way yeah yeah no, that's that's kind of exactly like jamie said what our podcast is about was like kind of also providing resource not resources but like you guys just said that you used resources to to help pay off or like the school kind of education that they gave you um, so if any of our listeners are, <laughs> yeah. are listening, um, yeah, definitely check it out. If you have a, like a good loan provider, that's, yeah. that's good. And hopefully they all get to be like that. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, that's the goal. Like, you know, well, yeah, you that's, that's, I mean, that's in the first do. place <laughs> or that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so with you saying that, I'm just curious for, I guess for both of you, cause you're both like a little bit different with your loans, but do you regret um, going to a school where you maybe had a lot of loans, not that 32,000 is a lot in the grand I mean, scheme of is, things, but it isn't. in the yeah. grand scheme of like, it could be hundreds of thousands. <laughs> um, do you regret going to school or like, would you do it again? 
Well, I would definitely do it again. I mean, I didn't have that much, but (laughs) (laughs) what about you? (laughs) I don't regret choosing the school I went to because Mm -hmm. I feel like even though I was a lot, I it would have been nice if it wasn't that high of a tuition, but I feel like I got a lot more in terms of the experience and the professors. Like I got a good connection with them and got to like build a network. And I don't know, I just felt like when people were describing their universities from freshman year and the way I experienced this university, like throughout the whole four years, I felt like it was so much better. And I couldn't believe the huge difference in the experience so yeah i would definitely if i had to i would choose this school again yeah i mean i think that's it's not good that you had to put yourself in debt but at the end of the day like if you can feel like to you it was worth it like you know it was worth it it was worth (laughs) it yeah like that's what matters you know if you think you got a better experience i think that we definitely i mean sometimes we like to on our school or like you know like shit on the experience we had but like i can't imagine going anywhere else i can't imagine having any other type of like experience than i did our school was pretty small and i knew i wanted a small school and i wanted like you were saying like the small class sizes and stuff like that and it was more engineering based so like for us Every type of engineering major had the same classes, all the same classes for the first three semesters. So it was like everybody was in the same boat as you and struggling with you and like you all could lean on each other. And if that wasn't the case, I don't know what I would have done, you know? Yeah. That's interesting, too, because when we went to go look at different campuses for our brother, he's like eight years younger than me, six Mm -hmm. years younger than her. And we went to one you know, one of the college's campus we went to. They were like, oh, once you're done, you're done. Like, you don't come back. And our yeah. university was like, you're forever family. Like, you can come back and use our resources for the rest of your life. And I just thought, I can't believe, like, you're going to pay all this money to go to this college. And then they're like, once you leave, you leave. Like, that's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yikes. <laughs> yeah, like, in four years, we're done with you. <laughs> <laughs> we take your money and then screw you. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. That's weird because I I even have I still live in the city that our uh, school was in, and um, I have like a library card. Like they give you can get like an alumni library card and go really? to the library. Yeah, it, I was trying to look for something for work. It was stupid. It didn't work out for me. But like I have it like in my wallet. Like I could go could to the library. That, you could use that like with your Kindle. You can, oh, we'll, you should do that. We'll yeah, talk. We'll talk. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean. I can't imagine walking back to school and being, like, not, like, necessarily welcome there, you know? Yeah. I think that, I feel like (laughs) we had the same experience as them in a lot of ways. Like, (laughs) that same, like, reasons for choosing school and the same, like, you know, experience. Yeah. Just weird because that's not the norm at all. (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah. 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 That's very true. And I guess, like, one of our last questions would be, did you have to, I guess, put any, like, I don't know if you were looking for a house or you said you bought a car, but was there anything you had to kind of put on hold so that you could chunk away at your student loans? Um, well, a little bit of our history. Um, growing up in an immigrant we're family. <laughs> yeah, growing up as Indians are, I guess, Indian parents tend to give guys more freedoms than girls. So we didn't have that freedom to go out and do as much in the first place. So I guess we we're used to not having to like spend money on other outside activities <laughs> or entertainment and we're able to chip away at the loan but 
when I did get when we did get our like full time jobs, we were like, we want to sp- save some money to actually go out and do things we want to do, like travel or anything. But mm-hmm. another big part of Indian culture is save your money, so that also helped. <laughs> like having that constant of saving, like I. We always have this struggle of wanting, like, spending our money. We always have to justify and give ourselves a bajillion reasons before we actually <laughs> convince ourselves to buy something. So I guess that worked in our favor. Yeah. So this is where we're different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me and Jamie spend all the time. <laughs> yes. We travel all the time. We are like, you know, oh, I want to go to Disney for the weekend. Like, let's go. Like, you know? Yeah. So we're just trash. But, uh, I think that probably definitely helped you a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like in, you know, in life in a lot of ways, you know. Do um, you have like plans of like you want to buy a house or something like that? Like any big ticket items that you're thinking about in the five year future or anything like that? Yeah, well, so we do arrange marriages in our culture. So like since I'm getting close to that age, Mostly save for the wedding, and that's okay. like my big plan right now. Um, and then also we love to travel, so we want to save to be able to do more traveling throughout the next couple of years. Yeah, I mean, COVID kind of ruined everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are good goals, though. Okay, well, thank you well, very actually, much. Actually, no, I have one what? more. Oh, question. go ahead. Go ahead. Um, is there anything like? Because uh, obviously, like the people that are probably going to listen to this podcast are people that are a little more interested in student loans and. Maybe like what to do to pay theirs off. Is there any advice or anything you would wish you knew that you know now that you'd like like to give to listeners? Yeah, I would definitely say have a budget and let's see where your money's going. And that way you can be like, okay, this is my necessities. Set aside this amount of money and see how much you have to tackle that loan. And also if you want to uh, like pay off that loan in a short amount of time, set a goal for yourself. Like say you want to be able to travel to like to whatever country, but you can't do that because you have these this debt. So set yourself like a two year goal or however long and calculate how much you need to pay each month in order to pay it off in that year. Mm. Love it. (laughs) Well, thank you guys so much for being here. Yeah, that that was, uh, it's good to have like, you know, other people's perspectives and, and, um, do you have any uh, Instagram or like emails, like whatever that you want to plug that people can reach you at? Yeah. So, um, Drive With Us Podcast, we're on Instagram and Twitter, Pinterest. It's at Drive With Us Podcast. Um, or you can just go to our website, drivewithuspodcast.com. It has all of our content, episodes, blogs, et cetera, on there. Yeah. And thank you so much for having yeah. us. Thank you guys for coming. It's great. <laughs> It's great to find people that are similar to us that had a similar like loan experience. Well, you guys, not me. <laughs> all right, we we know you didn't have any, all right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think a lot of the people that listen to our podcast are like, you know, a lot of our friends, you know, had similar situations where we'll go to school for science based and you have like a, a similar type of experience. So I think a lot of people will relate to what you're Yeah, to what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. All right. That wasn't so painful. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that was our episode. We want to thank Bhavni and Taranjeet for coming on and talking to us about their loans. 
Yeah, uh, I think it gave a different perspective than something that we would be able to say, even though uh, they did have a lot of similarities. So some takeaways, I think, are that they were first-generation college students in America, which, I mean, presents a lot of different challenges. But with the student loan system, um, if your parents are not very familiar with how student loans work, etc., it's probably very hard to navigate um, and figure out as a 17-year-old what you're supposed to be doing and, you know, how, how to get the loans and how to what it means to repay them and all that kind of stuff. Um, I think also living at home during school and after while paying off their loans was a benefit for them. They were able to um, take less loans to begin with and then also have a place to live. So, you, you know, but paying for living expenses is the most expensive part of, of anything, basically. So, like, living at home... And paying off your loans is probably a good idea. And also, I think one of the most important things that Taranjeet said is that look into your loan provider. They might have helpful tools, learning things for you to understand how your loans work, how to pay them off, and all that kind of stuff. So if you do have student loans, go to your loan provider's website, try to figure it out, try to navigate everything. There might be some helpful tips. There might be um, a place where you can meet with an advisor or something like that. So use anything you possibly can to your advantage. And obviously, thank you guys for listening to us. Uh, Please continue to follow us on our social medias if you haven't already. Our Insta always pop in at NotSoScientificMethodPod. Our Twitter is NotSoScientificMethod. And if you have any comments, any feedback, any praise and wonderful, nice things you want to tell us, you can email us at notsoscientificmethodpod at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> you want me to say the website, right? <laughs> because it's so many letters and I don't get it. So our website is nssmpod.wixsite.com slash method. You can also get to it from our show notes, from our Instagram and Twitter. I know this was kind of a short episode, but as we figure this out, this new format, hopefully we'll get uh, more content out to you. So stick around. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and rate us on on, uh, Apple or anywhere you're listening. And that helps us a lot. Yeah, if you rate us, we'll give you a puppy. Yep, we'll try. We'll try our best. Thanks. Bye.